don't say um oh <laughs> sorry that was are we recording <laughs> that was my that's my note um that was my first note on here to myself but at least i didn't delete my notes like last week hi gang and welcome back to i don't want to hear that today's episode is titled valerie bonds with the cast and today i'm going to bond with a couple friends well, a couple who are friends. <laughs> How about that? Mr. Paul Vance and Matt Duff. Oh, oh no. Mr. Paul Duff and Matt Vance. You're wrong. Thank you for joining me. Um, Thank you. Kind of. Oh, they gave me the Valerie right. pose. Thank you. That's awesome. That's right. You can't see that, but, but good. That's my favorite GIF. Um, I was pulling teeth to get them here, but I allowed them to have all the wine they want. So feel free. <laughs> if you hear any pause, anybody, we're just we're just refilling. They've been married for over twenty two, almost twenty two years. Almost, yes. Which is as long as I've been alive. <laughs> just kidding. I wish. No. Um, Matt recently directed a great short film called Lunch that can be found on YouTube. It's sure. YouTube. But you said it's also on Deco, which I'm it still is on learning or Deku, however you say it, D E K K O O. But. Yes, lunch. You can just do Matt Vance lunch or Cosmopolitan Pictures lunch. It'll pop up. And what? Tell me a festival you were in with that. Or I, you know, it was really cool. I, I it got in sixteen festivals. Sixteen. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm not spoiling anything. It it is it does have a gay theme to it. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that kind of uh, made my day is is that nine of the festivals were non-gay themed, and seven were gay themed. Exactly. So you know, yeah. what I mean, I thought that was cool. No, it just feels good. Those, mm-hmm. That's the best. Like even with the script I'm trying out now, like I love when I hear someone say it. It didn't. It didn't feel like it's shutting anyone off. No. Because, of course, you do want to, you know, stand out and make it your own and have it have, you know, gay theme, whatever. But, yeah, it's nice when it just feels like it reached everyone. Yes. It's a it's a part of life exactly. is the way straight comes across. And then Paul produced a film called The Hacks, mm. which I had the pleasure of seeing. Was it the Pasadena Film Festival? Yes, it was. was. It Pas- okay. Mm-hmm. That's all. Now, is that still hoping for distribution? Oh, or? you know, it's always hoping for distribution. Okay. But, um, yeah, so it's not really uh, viewable anywhere yet. yet. But okay. hopefully someday. It will be. Mm-hmm. Well, I love talking to them about film and pop culture. Um, I always know I wanted to have them on the show. Me and Matt, I first think first started bonding over Halloween, which is mm-hmm. my favorite movie, and mine too. Yes, which is very similar to the comeback. Just kidding. There's nothing. <laughs> about that. But um, but I knew they were both fans of the show. And Paul, tell us why Robert Michael Morris, who plays Mickey, has um a connection to you. Um. Yeah. You know, when we first started watching the comeback, I had been out of touch with him for a while, and. When we first watched that first episode, I kept saying to Matt, that guy looks really familiar to me. I mean, he looks so familiar to me. I think I know him. And then it wasn't until the end and the credits came up and said Robert Michael Morris. I'm like, oh, my God, that was a teacher of mine. Because in my head, I'm thinking you're like putting it on thinking, oh, my God. I had no idea he was on. I had no idea that he was in it. Hadn't talked to him for, you know, decades because he he was a a college professor. Uh, He had taught at the school that I went to, but he no longer taught there. He had moved on to New York City, and they brought him in as a guest director And um, in my freshman year. And he, they brought him in, and he directed three shows, including two that he had written. Oh, wow. And he cast me in all three of them. So I really got so to know cool. him really well during that semester, and we kind of became friends. And you know, having someone from New York when you're a theater major, mm-hmm. you know, trying to move into that world was really kind of exciting. And That's he awesome. he loved to take people under his wing and and just you know, 
teach him everything he knew, and uh, he was he was a, a great guy. And it seems like all that paid off for him because I couldn't believe it when he told me that what that comeback was his first technical yes. real gig. Yeah, you know he was because um, then I got on his IMDb and I, I I saw a bunch of stuff and I was like, oh maybe I'm wrong, and I was like, wait, this starts at '05 right. and then goes till you know. <laughs> yes, well I passing. didn't know he was an actor. You know he was always a he was a hardworking director. He was a hardworking playwright. I mean he wrote. 90 plus plays I mean so many plays well that's one of the things I wanted to make sure Devin knew is what a prolific uh, playwright he was and it is it you know the last I heard it was over 91 plays and he this was probably a dream of his he started having them um, bound into anthologies and so this was Matt's holding a book (laughs) yeah I'm sorry yes this is the first one and it's 14 of them and I know I, I did some looking around, and he did publish at least three more. But oh, wow. you know, they're just like on Amazon; they're like a hundred dollars, you know, or what something like that. But um, it's. I mean, that's really prolific. And mm-hmm. I read a couple of his plays, you know, like I believe Dreams of Sal Minio. Do you know who Sal is from Rebel Without a Cause and and like that? But Robert is is was also just a huge theologian, study of theology, and so many of his scripts are rooted in theology. And that's the one thing I can't keep up with mm-hmm. <laughs> because I have no roots in theology. So So I've gotta do some digging now. That's awesome. Yeah. We always called him Michael. He went by Michael. Even though his name's Robert Michael Morris, he went by Michael. Michael. Um, but he was always behind the scenes when I knew him. So when I saw him on TV, I was blown away. You know, And so I know you mentioned well, this So, like, before. I mean, the last time you had seen him, was it maybe a little thinner, brown hair? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. A uh, little thinner. Uh, yeah. yeah. D- different hairstyle. But you could still see him in it. Mm-hmm. And when, uh, when I was sitting there watching it with him, and again, we are original comeback uh, people. I was going to get to that. Yes. Yes, yes sir. <laughs> We young, this this one almost wanted to give up, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we're holding on. This is too good, and we're gl- and glad he did. Oh sure. Um, but I was sitting there like, why can't you recognize him? But then I was, you know, as we yeah. get older, you know what, we do change, you know, to the point of almost unrecognizable from twenty or thirty years ago. So now my guest from a couple weeks ago, Ashley, she said that he also worked with Michael Patrick King, that he might have had him in mind for Mickey all along or something like that. That's what, it, it wouldn't surprise me. And, and then that, you said he kind of made that joke to everyone like, well, I got it on my first try. Yeah, he like, loves it. I mean, he, he wasn't like he would throw it in your face or anything because he wasn't that kind of a person, mm-hmm. but, but he did love to say, uh, I got the very first thing I auditioned for and it turned out to be a big part, you know? Yeah. So um, he was oh, very proud of it. Oh, I like the way he delivered it better. Once he finally established contact with Michael, Michael had us over to his house, uh, he, or his apartment, excuse mm-hmm. me. He lived in Paramount. Uh, it's towards the Downey area, but... Um, I know, whenever someone tells me Paramount, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, by Paramount Studios? <laughs> right, that's that's what what I, that's and then when I looked on the map, oh, we're going to Paramount. <laughs> so, But, um, Downey, yeah. you know, he had two couches that faced each other in in this apartment i'll get to more of that in a minute but anyway he was sitting facing us and i was like so do you like you mind if i ask you questions you know about uh, the comeback and he goes oh if you must oh. you know <laughs> and he was like it's my first audition <laughs> in la and so he was very proud of that um but I, I i did some reading on this i'm sure you've done plenty as well i mean michael does michael patrick king does say he wrote it with mm-hmm. michael in mind oh, i yeah. mean hello yeah. <laughs> if you know if you met i think that's michael. what throws me off the three names with, with <laughs> michael patrick king robert like connected to the right, show yeah. i always just get them all 
I'd like to know where he taught Michael, because I learned today that Michael is 11 years older than you. So yeah. I wonder where I'll bet, it, I'll bet it was Mercyhurst, because that was another college in Erie. The, oh. I don't know why that matters. Oh, I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. I didn't expect And, and you know this. what? Michael's nickname to some people was Mickey. Okay. So, I mean, Makes that sense. part was written for with him in mind, no mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah, no and doubt. I mean, even when I'm taking notes, like, I try to stick to the main focus of the story, but yeah. you could just write all the notes about the little things Mickey does. Like they're just sometimes like in the background or whatever. And it's well, in case you're going to veer away from Michael, I just wanted to just, I have a little show and tell because yes. I don't believe we've show ever showed you a pic- our pictures of our visit. No. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect yes. for radio, right? Yes. No, but my, uh, Devin can talk about it. But anyway, um, in, uh, I got to jump ahead to season two, but anyway, when they go to, when they go to Mickey's apartment and he's got the hustler in there anywhere and Great you know, the, walls, the walls are very <laughs> full of stuff. So the production designer, or at least Michael Patrick King or someone was in Michael's actual apartment because Michael's actual apartment was what you saw on TV times a hundred. Oh so you can just look at these right here to give you an idea Thank of how it, it, it was terrific. So you, how have you withheld this from me? Yeah. But how perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look at the walls. Oh yeah. Oh my Every God. square inch was covered with some kind of antique. antique or piece of artwork or collectible. He had cases that had figurines that were oh like, it, like there was a saint and from Rome sitting next to a William Shatner doll. You know, it was so <laughs> freaking eclectic. This is and, so um, cool. and that spread of food there is for the three of us. You know, <laughs> I mean, we all barely touched pink. it. Oh my gosh. That, <laughs> yeah. that was at the Paley Center in uh, May of 2000. I don't it, think I right? knew you yet because I would have No, been it's written right there, right there at the bottom. What did I, when is it? May 19th, 2015. Yeah. 2015, yeah. The show was the, sec- so got the second Dan season was probably Brigitinsky, on. Then. Michael Patrick, Lisa. Yeah. So we're in the second row there. It was very cool. Kill me. Which one? Damn it. Sarah's sister, who's Jane. Lauren? Laura, yeah, Laura Silverman. Oh, Laura Silverman. And then Lance right. Barber. And you know what? I was driving to the gym the other day and I passed Warner Brothers and I did see him on the Young Sheldon poster. So that's oh. cool. Because <laughs> Ashley was saying that that's what he works on now. Right, right. Now, you missed one picture, one we've never told you about. It's on the back of one of them. We know you're going to love it. It's Michael's car. <laughs> it's awesome. It says comeback. HBO's the comeback is on the frame, and then the actual license is comeback. That is so cool. LA, he, LA he, tag. Yes, he was so proud of it. He's like, that show bought me this car. <laughs> <laughs> and this is before he even knew about season two. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it was yeah. five years oh, before. Who knows if there was I'm gonna even I'm going to have to have these pictures so I can post them on the page, or at least a few of them. But yeah. Thank you. Yeah. This is so cool. Thought you would enjoy it. Thanks. So. Oh, my God. And yeah, the fact that you said his apartment, I mean, that scene, and there's like, you know, everything's so kind of a wreck, but then there's just a picture of Valerie framed, which is so pretty. I love that. You can't show my dick on TV. (laughs) You're jumping ahead. God. I I remember watching that with my parents, and, you know, no matter how old I get when I watch stuff like that that's a little, you know, risque, you know, my mom will, like, cover my ears, but they were like, I mean, my eyes, but they were like, dying. It was too good. That was too fun. Well, that was pretty tense. I mean, that that scene was, you're scared, you know? Absolutely. And it just turns hysterical. Right. I actually think I sent Nathan a gif from that the other day. He's like, um, I'm actually a little drunk still or something like that. <laughs> but all right, that has been, this has been amazing, unexpected. Thank you. Let's um, end it there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good night, everybody. You are not Remember your waiters. Yet.
Or your servers. So we're going to get into episode three's <laughs> recap. Um, usually what I ask is if you have been a fan since the beginning, and you already said. Absolutely. Start. And we couldn't it, wait when we heard the second season was coming. I Just, know. That was the, so, I remember right down my street, there was like a huge poster billboard above the liquor store Vendome Liquors in North Hollywood and it was just so cool and surreal mm-hmm. you just felt like you earned it you know so so now since um you know we obviously just caught up we went ahead and rewatched one two and three we know three is supposed to be our focus but after seeing I believe two when you thought of the name for your show I don't need to see that mm-hmm. did you like repeat it over and over again and eat chocolate cake out of the fridge <laughs> <laughs> Until no. you got the delivery right. The only actual <laughs> issue has been the fact that the rewrite does change it to, I don't need to see that instead oh. of, I don't want to see that. Oh. And w- so you hear both of those on the show. So I kind of struggle with that. So which one are you going with? I don't want to hear. That. Okay. All Cause right. it does seem like, like when I see some people that make merchandise and t-shirts like that is the main thing. And that's definitely the line that she says in the cake scene. Yeah. But <laughs> yes. That's exactly it. But okay, so we're gonna. Uh, so you enjoyed one and two so Absolutely, far, remembering yeah, yeah, everything. Sure. Okay, so where do we begin? Oh, okay, we're outside, and Jane's interviewing Valerie, and she asks her if she's still close with the cast of um, It. And there's just <laughs> enough of this pause of like, oh yeah, we're close. That, that old gang or whatever. It's just to me, it's so blatant that she obviously has not talked to them. Exactly. They probably Tell- hate. Her. Tell us where one of them is. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> and it's funny because I've told you before, like the ideas I have, like in this now world of revivals, like that it would it would it would work to to go there. Uh-huh. And um, and yeah, gosh, I, I'm curious of the drama that probably went on back then in those days. <laughs> and then we're at the table read for the first official episode, and I always love the contrast of Juna. She's just what highlighting and going and mm-hmm. going and going, and then you know Valerie keeps looking over at her, oh, just yeah. like one, you the know. And we've scene. all been there, you know, theater in college, and you get cast. And maybe, uh, sure. maybe you haven't been there actually, but I have. Like no, being I cast have. as you know, ensemble or small part, she's like little poop, poop, <clears throat> highlighting. Well, you passed over something that made me laugh out loud both times. I just rewatched it when when Valerie opens her highlighter, she goes, "Usually there's a pop." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! No, I do remember that. God, the things she thinks of. I know. <laughs> so um, for well, she's m- always performing for that for that reality show, you know. So yes, uh, but I think that's a great moment that you mentioned because when she looks over at Juno, she realizes that she's not the lead, and part of this is her realizing she's not the it girl anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think James Burrow even mentions it. He tells it to her flat out. Oh, of course. This isn't your show. Oh, that's what that's we talked. your show. Yeah. This is the car to that show. Mm-hmm. But she hasn't figured it out yet. No. no yeah, it's in the pilot that he says you're not it anymore. And I said, that's the line. No matter how many times I've seen it, it just kills me. Yeah. yeah. But um, t- so take note here, though, that Juna is wearing this, like, brown fur vest. Oh. Okay. Mm. Oh. So, of course, they're getting ready to start. And, of course, they can't begin without Valerie standing up and giving that cringy little speech. <laughs> We're just so lucky to have found each other, you know, <laughs> and every, you know, no one, no one's into no. it at all. And I think then we go to, uh, Shane saying, it's your aunt sassy or your aunt sassy or whatever. And you just look at her face, like, you know, totally oh, yeah. thrown off by that. Mm-hmm. And what's cute is though, Valerie, like she still delivers the lines so good. Like, I don't, was it what it, he was handsome. He was sexy. He didn't show like, yeah. you know, it's just it's so great. And it's also kind of hard to listen to because they keep saying, 
her poor, poor, pathetic Aunt Sassy with her poor, pathetic jumpsuit or whatever, you know. It's well, like, the lines are so unkind because those aren't even lines that are going to be read out loud. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the writers are being intentionally mean to her. Of course. They and, are. Well, yeah, they are. Um, At least Paulie's doing it. Exactly, exactly. But Tom's letting him, it's Tom, right? Mm-hmm. Tom's letting him get away with it, That's which right. is inexcusable. But yeah, yeah. As much as we talk about Paulie, I've said this before, like sometimes Tom is so much more nuanced because he he wants to make both parties happy but it's really hard when he, he does like like the look on his face which he's like is it aunt or aunt mm-hmm. <laughs> or is it it's her, aunt is it, is it her sister or her brother oh yeah <laughs> kid and he's like we haven't well it's not that kind of a show but i think that's also interesting when you listen to the script being read how dumb the jokes are oh, yeah. you know this is like the you know, someone knocks at the door and she's like, hello. And then the phone rings and mm-hmm. she's like, come on in. You know, she has, yeah. it's that kind of dumb blonde skit that they've got themselves yeah. involved in. But yeah, know? but the questions she has are just deeper questions that aren't technically necessary for a small <laughs> oh, role for sure. on its right. In this kind of a show, yeah. Exactly. So I think before she chases after Tom, she lets the cast know she wants to take him to lunch. And my favorite line is, oh, I do it with all my shows. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she has a show. I love it too. I'm, I'm going to refill too. Okay. Pause for a refill. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, you should. <laughs> um, okay. I don't drink. I don't drink. This is sparkling. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Valerie, I don't smoke. Um, okay, so where did I get lost at? I, told, I said I wouldn't say um at the top uh, of this. But you did. That. Um, That's the first one. You've done well. Oh, it's also um, the first time we see Gigi. She doesn't really have many lines on this episode, but you can tell there's the girl writer incorporated. Guys, I am hoping to get Ben Gibby on the show. She's been very kind, so I'll leave it at that. I hope you get her. But you know, one of the things I, I on even on the second viewing, when Valerie steps up to the um, the uh, at the air, at the airline and and the, the 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 flight attendant, excuse me, the the gate agent doesn't want to help I love her. that you said gate agent because we were talking about last week and I was like what do you call them? I, yeah <laughs> or they're not actually the gate agent they're a ticket counter yeah. worker but anyway I thought that was the actress who played Gigi it sure does look like her. Oh yeah a little bit. But uh-huh. I looked into it and it's not so. No. Like I thought maybe they gave her a small role and they're like hey let's give her a bigger one. Yeah. Anyway. No I know what you mean. My, there's a lot of that in TV. Yeah. My f- favorite even if it's a rumor like on Gilmore Girls Luke, who ended up being like the huge love interest, he just has like he was someone was supposed to, he was supposed to be like on the first episode or something, right. like, first couple, and then it was right. like end story. up staying on the whole show. Right. So Val compliments Tom on the script, and um, she brings up the blind date joke. And what do you know? Wouldn't it be fun to see Aunt Sassy on a real date? Like you know, giving him ideas to give her again a bigger part. So um, yeah, and his expressions are just you know oh, okay I'll you know we'll, I'll, 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 I'll figure it out you know I love it. <laughs> So um, Valerie gets her dressing room. I was just talking about this before we started. All the way upstairs, I think she references as, you know, Mount Everest, what have you. Mickey calls it Siberia. Yeah, Siberia. Or get your Sherpa. Get your Sherpa. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I love that, you know, she's clearly not pleased. I think she'd rather be, you know, downstairs with everyone else. And then we cut to her in the bedroom with Mark. And she's like, they gave me a private dressing room way above everyone else. And it's a lovely gesture, but it puts me on a pedestal. Like, <laughs> I mean, and that's when those are those sad, funny, but sad moments where it's like, she knows what it is, but she's telling him, you know, right. something she's else. She's painting it, yeah. So for the close eye, this is what I was referring to. Mm. Valerie is now ripping a tag off of a pink furry vest. Yes, I saw that. Identical to Juno's vest. Again, <sighs> trying to copy in a way the, the it girl. Mm. 
So Mark's basically naked in bed and like not feeling the camera. He's like, can we make a deal that this is after breakfast or whatever? She's like, just you and me in the morning. And I, I love when I, I said this a couple weeks ago when um, Nikki comes out and he's like, how about this? It's very that girl. And she's like, a little too much. It's such a small moment, but I love it. It's a great joke. Well, that's right. But, but they make it sound like it's just her and Mark. But all of a sudden, Mickey comes out. Of uh-huh. the closet, <laughs> right. Like, no privacy at all. What is this house like in right. the mornings? So Francesca comes in. And um, she's loving the cameras. And she oh, asks Valerie to drive her to school. But mm. obviously, she's thinking, you know, she yeah. has something in mind. Like, okay, well, at least I'll get to be on TV. Talk about starstruck. Mm-hmm. Well, camera struck. Ca- yeah, oh, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. She's there for the Famous cameras. Mm-hmm. Cindy Totally Brady. playing the cameras. Staring right, at the red but light. But Valerie is missing it completely. Yeah. And thinking she thinks it's a big stepping stone in the yes, relationship. it's kind of sad. Or, well, yeah. it's the moment I've waited for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I didn't even know how to take notes on when she's trying to get that. She wants to do, Jane, should I do a personal video diary? And then she's like, uh, don't you need to take her to school? It'll be real quick. Like, don't worry about her. And she's like walking down and then it's a we'll bad an angle. And, and we'll do yeah. an OTF. Then she immediately, like she knows What's that. What's OTF? <laughs> on the fly. But then she does it three times in from three different angles. I mean, that's, I can admit, those are those words. moments that you're just like, Yes. I, did, I just want to say one thing in case you didn't touch on it in the first and second podcast. Did you know that the uh, they did make one change in the pot? Excuse me, in the pilot, it, when they I don't think I don't know if they'd shot it, but at least they had written it as is that Valerie also had a horrendously crappy marriage, and oh. so they were like they looked at it and go no 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 we need to give her some something nice so they switched it into this very you know loving, what that caring. would not have worked yeah it would have so, been too much maybe. and that's what i say that's what really holds it together yeah you know? yeah because that is the easy way out uh-huh. you know for everything right then just everything is crap mm-hmm. in her life i don't know i thought that was a great no decision, no and it's okay. nice to see i agree when things and, are and the fact that he's not even in the business it'd be one thing right. if they were both and he was nice but no it, it works because he's kind of separate from it all yeah so I, they're driving to school, and I love when Francesca asks if any of them worked on the real world of Ashley Simpson's show. <laughs> I mean, that ages me. I was like, oh my was god. Was it still on the air in 2005? I don't even well, know. Well, yeah, that was definitely when Ashley Simpson was huge. And real world was on who? for a while. Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> I'm kidding. I said, who? I know. Well, Jessica's all over the place now with her tell-all. So it turns out they're getting close to school, and they're shooting kind of like a Freaky Friday, right? Switcheroo. Uh, yeah, switcheroo switch from the buddy. <laughs> so, um, like a father-son thing. And they're and then they inform, they're like, who are you with or something? The comeback with Valerie Cherish. Who? <laughs> Valerie Cherish. Who? Like, yeah, God. And she's just sitting there like, it's oh, humiliating. God. It's another humiliation. But I, but it was sweet the way her daughter kind of saves her. Right. There, it was right? this weird poignant moment when she's like, you know, switcheroo is stupid. But what does she say? So what? Adult dresses like a kid. And Valerie looks down at her vest. And the very next shot is that vest crumpled up underneath. Yes, give me a high five. It is so underneath what Matt's face is just underneath the the couch in her dressing room. Uh She's waiting for the lunch. You are kidding me. And this is something I didn't notice till years and years later. Like I mean, this is who knows how many times I've watched the comeback, but it was such a later reveal for me. And again, that's what I've always loved about this show: just how it's on multiple viewings that you notice things. And and again, isn't that cool? I gotta watch that again. So many subtle things. That's nice. It's so quick. And um, and yeah. So Valerie isn't needed on set yet. She's just hanging out in her room. But, you know, she finds out that they won't get to her scene, but she's supposed to go to her lunch that day, so she's mm. sticking around. And um, as we know, Valerie can't just sit still in her room because she looks out the window and she sees them all having fun on set. So <laughs> she has to butt in and she sneaks down. 
And um, I think they're like, what are you doing here? But they end up calling lunch. And again, she asked the aunt aunt question. <laughs> I'm concerned about the viewers at home. Like, What's happening? You know, like. <laughs> and then this is back to what you said, Jimmy, as usual. Why are you so worried about this show? Yeah. yeah and what yeah. is it? This is the car. I mean, this is this. He know. shows infinite patience with her. Oh, I was yeah. A, like, I was so surprised he didn't ream her out when she ins- when she got the whole studio to audience oh, to do yeah. one more take or whatever. Yeah. But pissed. instead, he was just yeah. kind about it. But because again, he does care. A- and he's probably seen this happen yeah. to a woman a million times. Well, it yeah. shows how much more mature he is. Yeah. He's the adult in the room still. I mean, just know? to jump to the finale, I hate doing this, but mm-hmm. the fact that we get to see him one more time before mm-hmm. the biggest moment of her life, it was yeah. so yeah. beautiful for me. It was like... God, that's awesome. Because, yeah. yeah. And even in the finale of season one, she runs into him again. She always runs into him before the okay. big things. And, um, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I think I sent you a clip of this because I was dying. So, you know, Jimmy gives her his very logical advice and spiel. He walks away. She looks right to the camera like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. She didn't it at all. <laughs> God. And then there's this little blurb before we cut. And um, I think Jimmy yells, watch Juna's face. She's the money. And like right there, you know, and even for the other cast to hear that, it's like, Lord. Right. But as I've said in the past two episodes as well, it's like, again, easy way out would have been Mark being an ass. Easy way out would have been Juna being horrible too. Right. right. You know what I mean? Because then, oh, we don't like her. She's the young ingenue. Right. Although we think she's going to be horrible, right? Because they keep setting her up as maybe being horrible mm-hmm. and casting that doubt in... Um, Skips the line. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where we're going right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they're at lunch and Juna's not there. Again. And then, you know, and this is what really shows that, you know, the other cast isn't horrible, but they're not Juna and they're not right. in the same, you know, mindset. You know, we should ate somewhere else, uh, somewhere organic. This is just, <laughs> wow. Like, right. and I love thinking 15 years ago. I mean, we've definitely progressed. We should ate somewhere vegan. We should, you know, now. Yeah, but right, this right. organic was definitely big in the mid-2000s. You know, that's where we started right and then um maybe maybe said we should ate the ivy oh i love the ivy <laughs> i actually have my own table there and then chris accidentally kind of whacks her he's just goofing off but it's kind of abrupt and, and awkward and again her just feeling out of place and not yes. really connecting with these younger people yep and shane you know i don't think she's coming you know just like that and you know val is definitely hurt and <laughs> i think the, she keeps holding the seat and this girl's trying to sit there and I guess it's like, ma'am, it's lunch. You can't just, you know, hold the seat. <laughs> and then we cut to the Grove and I love this because not till I moved here do I, did I, if I watch this, I'm like, oh, they're at the Grove, you know, they're buying and they still have the keys there. I'm oh, really? pretty sure. Really? Okay. You know, if they don't have the keys, they still have those cute little like setups. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, so Valerie's trying to get first show gifts from Tiffany, right? So Tiffany keychain. By the way, very clever for a show gift. Oh, of course. You know, very classy. Especially yeah. room and board. Yeah. yeah, yeah. right? That was very cute. And um, she's trying to get keys that link up to everyone's personality. Right. Mm-hmm. Do I? Did I even write what Mickey says? Oh, God. I think a tiger for Jesse. Yeah. You know, because he's kind of, oh, I don't know what, and then Mickey says something, and he's like, strong, uh, oh, or re- ready to oh, pounce. Yeah, ready to <laughs> and Valerie just does her little, like, yeah, she gives mm-hmm. him an eye I cut. love whenever mm-hmm. she gives her a little slide to the Exotic, camera. he calls Yeah. It. Because regardless of everything, a joke that comes into play later on is that Mickey might not be out yet. He's not out yet, right, technically. Right. You know what I mean? Are not completely comfortable. Right. And, um, you know, so Valerie tries to be very respectful with that. <laughs> but uh, oh God. but he also gets a little snippy, uh, 
you see a good whatever of Mickey because she's like, oh, oh, oh um, Juna, okay, yes, the clouds, yes, yes. you know, ethereal or whatever. Invisible. And he goes, don't go there, Mickey. <laughs> it's, it was, or he's like, it's rude. You held that seat for her. <laughs> you held that stool, yes. Stool, that's it. <laughs> he is always her defender. Thank you, so, thank you. For, yeah. I know. Always her defender, always has been. The loyalty you, between them, the two of them, they've, they, you could see it starting from there and then it just builds through. Yeah. Absolutely. And then um, when she gets to Polly, she's like, do you have one with little chainsaws on it? <laughs> and the guy's just like, no. no. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm just kidding. So um, I think we're in one of her confessionals now. You know, when she's, I don't know what you would call that when it's like, not the ones at home, that's personal video diary, but I guess just the confessionals when she's talking with Jane yeah. with the amazing lighting. It's and like oh, she right. on, she's on a set somewhere yeah. in a corner. Or, yeah. And um you know, Jane says how she feels about Juna missing lunch. Mm. And right here we see that Valerie's still not understanding that this show is not going to be good unless there's some conflict. And she doesn't want to say that she's upset because that would imply that I'm upset and blah, blah, blah. It's like, again, that's before the reality shows have gotten to where they were, but Valerie just can't get in her head that, you know, she should just be honest and say, you know, the drama. You're absolutely right. But she also doesn't want to be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. you know, and she doesn't want to admit that, She's hurt. Yeah. You know? Of course. Um, which he kind of confesses to, but in, in a clumsy Valerie right. way. Because but, Lisa's yeah. brilliance is that she says everything without saying it most mm-hmm. of the time. So then it's kind of getting more chaotic. You know, we're about to start filming. She's running around. Is she in her curlers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she's trying to hand out her first show gifts. And, and of course, Juna, sweet as ever, apologizes mm. and says, let's just get along, just girls. And you can tell that Valerie just lights up. Mm. Because then we could go back and say, you know, she knew that Juna would, you know, be good for it or what have exactly. you. Exactly. And, and it's that just makes... the two of them. And Juno Yeah, yeah. So that, that makes it special already yep. that it's going to be just them. And then again, the contrast. Shane just like breaks hers right away <laughs> with that face of like, uh, what am I saying? And she's like, she's like, I, what, oh God, do I have it? She says, well, you know, we start the show in 15 minutes and I still have 30 minutes of hair to do or something like that. She's like, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And good Lord, Polly getting a BJ. She goes into Polly's room to give him oh her gift. God, that's so funny. And the camera catches him. Yeah, definitely having some kind of um, act going on. Pretty, yeah. That is great. And Jane, then Jane, good luck getting her to sign a release. Yes. That's a great line. <laughs> and, it, and it also gives Valor, I think, like one of the first genuine laughs oh, of her. Right. You know, yeah. She, she just laugh keeps laughing with everybody else yeah. instead of. And Nikki goes, it's showtime. She goes, yes, it is. And she just like died. Yeah, that was, that was, that was awkward. And then, you know, instead of running out like anyone would, she's like, should I tell him not to use the key? Don't use the key. Get the fuck out or something like that. Like, yeah. it, it's to Mickey's um, storage in the valley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she even says Way that. more detail than she's needed. I haven't been there in years. <laughs> oh, God. You have to wonder what Mickey's storage unit in the valley it's has, just full of cherish your hair oh yeah right. <laughs> and a glitter ball <laughs> oh yeah you never know when someone's gonna need a disco ball or whatever so val's at lunch again not the ivy uh, although if she has her own table there shouldn't she have been yeah, able right, to get into right. you know i have a close friend i guess i won't say her name but her parents i remember um her parents own the ivy oh. she's um she's not a super close friend but one of my first la friends and i met her in a boot camp 
And I remember she said she worked at the Ivy. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm young, mm. new, working at restaurants. I was like, oh, are you a server there? And she's like, um, my parents kind of own it. <laughs> so, yeah, she's she's a sweetheart. And I remember telling her about how the comeback mentions it. She thinks that's funny. But, yes, that's a cool L.A. story. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been to the Ivy? Yeah, uh, we have. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's always a couple like times. It's beautiful nice. flowers. And, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Awesome. And there's always paparazzi out front. Mm-hmm. They're just waiting to see who's there. Yeah. That's definitely one of the, that was one of the first, like, at least for me, like, the restaurants you heard of before yeah. you even lived here, you know, like, it's the Ivy, the Ivy. Oh, yeah. And it's still, it's still, and there's one of, there's Ivy at the Shore. Yeah. That's right. And I saw Gwyneth Paltrow there on Easter a couple years ago. Oh, really? But I could not bother her on Easter with her family, but it was very exciting. Who was it? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, my, okay, yeah, cool. So that was cool. Um, yeah, so it's clear that June is late by 40 minutes. Yeah, that's awkward. And um, That's hard to wait you know, for somebody 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And my last guest, Thomas, he actually mentioned how he said one of the most brutal scenes for him is just watching her eat that bread. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she's being filmed, but she's by herself, and mm-hmm. no one really likes eating bread like that, you know? So that that's a little awkwardness. And um, Juno comes running in. And uh, this is another thing to note because of technology, you know, of course, we were texting in 05, but I don't think it was as easy, like, whatever, you DM, yeah. what have you. I bet it was still and, 25 cents for one. Yeah, you know? and she's like, oh, you didn't check your messages, blah, blah, blah. But I love, you know, she says, I'll have whatever my friend's having. You know, it's just, again, it's very sweet. So warm. And um, here we are, you know, with Valerie, you know, again, thinking that she's kind of um, a mentor to Juna. And she is, but she's like, you know, we're about to get swept up in a whole world of success. And with that comes a whole lot of ugly or something like that, mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, talking about tabloids, we have to watch out for each other. And all the while, there's a paparazzi, you know, lingering. Yeah. And I think Valerie starts like putting on her lipstick. Yeah, yeah. She's like, sorry, he's just been trying to get me. Yeah. And then they start saying Juna, right? Yeah, right? And, you know, of course, Juna's being very polite. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm with my friend. I'm at lunch. And Valerie's like, how do they even know you? <laughs> And she's in a band. She's like, I'm kind of known for this band or whatever. Mm. And um, I just, I love noting that, you know, Juno's trying to get them away. And of course, Valerie's like, going to uh. love, it. well, let's just give him one, you know, or he'll right. never leave us alone. Like, right. I love that. <laughs> right. Because, you know. Well, I love that she says, because you and I are the money. Uh-huh. So yeah. she, you know, because she heard James Burrow say she's the money before, but now <gasps> oh she's my including herself in I did you not- and I are the money. You know? That's awesome. The best thing about these recaps are when you know, my guests chime in with things that even I didn't. Yeah, I never. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, I brought up that line, but I didn't tie yep. that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just her psyche, man. Like, it is. Oh God, it's good writing too. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I remember uh, Michael Morris saying, "We asked him, is there like a lot of improving?" And he's like, "None." I know that's what's no fascinating. Because you it would was, just think they go with it, but no. exactly, it's yeah. all so. Calculated. It was all thought out. And, um, of course, they get their picture, and it's so cute. Mm-hmm. And what song starts playing? I always ask this, too. It's a, it's a 70s. 80s. Cindy Lauper. Girls just... Oh, oh, oh that's right. right. Okay. I didn't notice it when I was watching it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that it, plays the rest yeah, of the Yeah, the time. first couple... I don't remember where it stops. When they, they start with, like, great pop songs, which I think kind of set the mood. So that's, that's just a sweet moment. The moment you're talking about here at the restaurant might be when... Valerie decides she's going throwing all in with Juna because mm-hmm. Juna says I need you know when she says let's do it together she's like right. I need I'm so happy and I think that might be right she has a like yeah. you know just breathe mm-hmm. and and, yeah. and it gives Valerie a a breath of relief that she's no longer competing with the new it girl exactly. instead they're going to be best buddies they're and unit, she can be her yeah. mentor mm-hmm. and that's a, that's an acceptable role too 
That's awesome. I don't know. No, that's, that's it. And, um, you know, then we see her waiting, waiting for her car. And <laughs> she's like, I w- I've been waiting since you had your salad or something like that. <laughs> and I love it because I don't, I don't think she says, like, oh, no, he says no charge. And then all of a sudden she comes out. She's like, well, that's very sweet. And then she pulls a freaking 20 out of her wallet because you, you shouldn't be penalized. That's right. <laughs> right. And that made me happy, too. I was like, that's so sweet. <laughs> And then, yeah, it just and it just lingers on her long enough. And again, like you said, you know, we're with her and Juno. I think we're really with Valerie at the end of this episode. Oh, I think, yeah. you know, if, if you've been watching it once, you're like, this is when you're like, okay. Like, you know, just her standing there, it's, it's, it's equal parts, like, strong and sweet and awkward and just, and just everything. So mm-hmm. what happens next week? What do we have next week? Well, um, uh, for the last 15 minutes of the podcast, we'll talk about Kellen Lutz. Oh, now, God. I brought some notes. and some- <laughs> I literally thought you were serious. <laughs> well, I did get to be an extra on a movie called Warrior, like a lacrosse movie, back in like 09 <laughs> or something. And it was like a night shoot. It was horrible, but he was on it. And I don't think, I might have said hi to him or something, but I was like, oh my. Fun. But yeah, I think the next episode is the infamous, you see a box of puppies, I see Korean barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, I think, the big GG, um, her big introduction episode, because oh, that's when that Valerie's right? like, oh, there's a female writer. Uh, Let me get in with her, because okay. she'll make some lines that I prefer. Because, yeah, that's a line that's you're dead. You know, she does not <laughs> yeah. want her audience to to not like her. No. So I think that's that's the main plot of mm-hmm. last week. And I think, yeah, I, I will wait. I will wait for some stories yes, I have yes. with that. Is the, is the title, she's, uh, She Saves the Show, Aunt Sassy Saves the Show or something? I don't know. I'm sorry. Ugh, you know, I need I to just... Be, I might be jumping in. I feel like it's part of my research every week when I find... That, I know a couple of the names of the episodes, but yeah, I'm not sure what that one's called. It might be something to do with the line. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But um, but you guys, this has been awesome. Like, I expected it to be great, but you drop in this, you know, your visit with um, Michael and Mickey, and that's just incredible together. But um, but yeah, no, I think this will this will complete it. Thank you, guys. All right. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, Make sure you check out Lunch on YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. please. And the hacks, hopefully soon. All right. Give me a thumbs up. Bye, gang. <laughs> <laughs>